veteran, first responder, or a patriot looking for a place to put your skill set, your thoughts, and or want to help continue the mission, you have come to the right place. We are the People's Patriot Project, and we want to put the shock and awe when it comes to meeting the needs of our veterans and first responders. We are dealing with a new enemy in today's world where the wounds are not always seen. We want you to be part of this mission in saving lives and making a difference. Welcome to Patriot Playtime. We got your six at six. Now here's your host, Shad Turner of Veterans Unite Podcast and the People's Patriot Project. And as always, Patriot Pride. And we are staring at Andrea. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages. This is We Got Your Six at Six with the People's Patriot Project and Veterans Unite Podcast. I'm your host of the Veterans Unite Podcast, Chad Turner. And as always, we've got Mark Peterson and Andrea Eichmann from the People's Patriot Project with us. Tonight's show, we've got uh, Josh Hawkins. And for our musical guest, we've got Don Ricks. But before we get into all that, you know what time it is. We do the Pledge of Allegiance. So if you're wearing a hat, please take it off, stand, and let's do the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. God. Indivisible, indivisible with, with liberty, liberty and justice for all. All righty. There we are. Oh, no, there we were. <laughs> we're almost back. We're almost back. Hey, hey, I can see me again. So what's going on, guys? What is going on? I've Not been a having lot. a fantastic day. Um, I, I've been playing plumber today. The in-laws decided to get their one of their hallway bathroom redone a little bit. They got a nice new floor in there. So that means I get to put the toilet and all that back in. But while everything's out, makes sense. Go ahead and replace all the valves. Well, once you know it, some of the pipes are not the best in the world. And one of them wanted to keep leaking until the third time when I finally got it to seal up right. Um, outside of that, I'm having a fantastic week. Um, did have some family-related issues that um uh, unfortunately came to pass but um you know our hearts and prayers are with the people that they need to be with and we'll be dealing with more of that next weekend but as of right now we're doing well sorry to hear that shed yeah thank you our hearts and thoughts are with you and your family i'm assuming so yep um it's a week right we got a lot of things going on yeah Getting ready to make some big decisions. Um, the 28th was uh, First Responders Day. Uh, we did a yep. little post and shout out to all those guys. Um, this week, on Monday, I, uh, am I, I'm going to be on the, the Vet Radio Syndicate on another Ooh. podcast that has invited me to be on. I'm kind of excited about that. It has a 
a little bit of a larger national following, so we're excited to get that exposure. Right I'm, I'm chuckling and giggling here because Andrew and I did not plan this at all. We're wearing <laughs> we're wearing these Patriot Pride shirts, which oddly enough is the last time Josh Hawkins saw us. We were wearing <laughs> the exact same shirts, which was a little over a year ago for the 23rd veteran. Uh, nearly naked ruck march up in Duluth, and so uh, that very was cold day. Fun story. It was yeah. very cold. And hey, it was really March. Cold. It, it was March. Really how, can, cold. how cold? How cold can it be in March? Come on. Oh well, with the wind chill like seventeen, which <laughs> I didn't have enough clothes to put on. I didn't plan on that. I didn't. I, I should have thought Duluth. Big parts of Duluth are way up on the hill, right off the big lake, and it was windy and it was cold. Very cold. It would have been really cool if we had thought of this. Honestly, how ironic. Like, sometimes fate must play a little role in this because I would have said, hey, Mark, let's wear that shirt that we wore. Uh, we had it made for that day um, by one of my friends. And just so we had that bright green out there. And um, I honestly didn't even think of that until I got in here and Josh showed up. And I was like, wait a minute. That was the day we wore this. So Good yeah, we're doing a little pre-show, and we'll get into Josh here in a second, but uh, just uh, the inspiration the guy had on me, and he doesn't even know it. Uh, we've talked about it since, but, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, always good to have you, Kim. Uh, Kim is the bringer of all good things uh, down from Kansas as well and uh, has made some amazing connections for us, and so it's good to have Kim on with us. She's very loyal with us, and, uh, make sure she's taking care of us. So thanks for being here, Kim. Um, and we got Don Ricks, my goodness. Um, <laughs> we did a a pre-show meeting with her last Tuesday. And my gosh, I wasn't even prepared for uh, the night of amazingness we had and just a good conversation and, and being able to look awesome. We had Andrea, Chad, and, and Don on there. It was just awesome. So uh, we are really excited about this show tonight and uh, what uh, we're going to be able to, to share with the world. Um, to give everyone a little bit of history about what, what this was, because we're chuckling a little bit about no no drinks in our show anymore. Uh, when we started this, we started this about March 13th this last year, and that was right when uh, the big C-19 decided to raise its head. And we started the show called uh, Patriot Playtime, the, the virtual happy hour on Friday nights at 6 o'clock, 1800, for those who can't read the round clock. Um, and so we knew it wouldn't last forever, and we started as a happy hour, and we had a little bit that we would do called What's in Your Cup. And uh, it was a fun piece. Everyone was doing something different across the country. And uh, eventually, the funny part is we all went on some kind of diet at some point. Between. Maybe COVID was getting to our to our belt line and uh well shad you can't shake your head no you started 75 hard as well so well, you did start and i, I did i need to night. get off my need to get off my butt and get back on the wagon too but so everyone was drinking water so the the old bit of what's in your cup did not work at all for about three months and so uh yeah a little funny kind of unique different story um but well why are we here what are we doing this for um 
the People's Bridger Project uh, partnered with Shad Turner and uh, Veterans Unite to, to bring awareness, to bring understanding. There is a silent and deadly enemy out there right now attacking our veterans and first responders across the country. We just had a unique conversation with an individual here in Minnesota who's kind of higher up in one of the, the VA organizations, and uh, they said, you know, why are you using the number 22 in your in your marketing and branding that that number is less and uh we could easily argue that that number is not less and that uh, uh sure there's some days but uh the reason why we use the number 22 in a lot of our branding and marketing is because it's a well-known number um i think a lot of you probably be a little bit uh disturbed to understand that the, the number is high as 75 veterans and first responders are uh, committing suicide daily. And so um, we want to squelch that number. Uh, we want them to understand that there are organizations um, that have boots on the ground and are, are willing to uh, be there. Uh, the People's Patriot Project being one, uh, the Forgotten 22, which is Scott Sexton is on here with us um, down in Kansas. Josh Hawkins is a veteran that uh, we'll hear his story here in a second. And uh, and Don is also a, a veteran who is, uh, oh, Tim's letting us know no diet. Well, good for you, Don. I'm not Don. <laughs> Sorry. Kim. Um, Kim. Kim. So that's why we're here. Uh, we use this uh, color green as our beacon. Uh, and that beacon is for a number of reasons. The beacon is to call out the people who are in need. It's also a call out for those people that have the, the resources and it's also there just to bring recognition and I hope you see it because we're coming. We've always been here, but we need to make it a visual process of we're, we're here, we're here to stay and we're gonna be here to take care of our brothers and sisters. So uh, thank you for that little moment of our, of our platform. Uh, I work with an amazing team that uh, allows me to to get aggressive with this. I think that is a piece that I really want to push out there in the world. We want to be the shock and awe in combating this uh, silent and, and invisible enemy that's leaving mortal and uh, invisible wounds. And so um, I'll be the first to jump on there and say not every one of our veterans and not every one of our first responders deal with some kind of tra traumatic uh, experiences and or uh, lifelong um, debilitating issues, uh, but we have too many dealing with it. And so that's who we're here for. And those patriots and veterans and first responders that don't deal with it. And uh, we also offer the opportunity to serve. And so if you have a, a special skill set uh, and you want to still continue to serve and continue your mission, reach out to the People's Patriot Project. Um, reach out to anyone that's on the screen and we will get you connected and we will find a way for you to, to serve and help. They are coming out of the woodworks right now. It's been really exciting. I've got uh, some people donating blankets right now. We've got uh, another person that wants to, to donate um, a Christmas to a needy family. Um, we're getting ready to do a Pints for Patriots November 22nd at... Ladonia Cervezeria. Don't I'm a I'm a gringo from Wyoming, so don't get don't beat me up too much on my my Spanish accent. I know it comes out very thick, and uh, so I, I can say I won't even go there. Um, 
But Sergio uh, Manacero, who was a farmer a veteran, owns uh, the Cervezeria um, La Donias, and he's invited us to come down there and do a, a food drive and do a, a Pints for Patriots on November 22nd. We will be getting some of that information out there. So with that said, uh, thank you for that time. And I'm going to introduce you, Mr. Josh Hawkins. Josh, nice to have you here. That's nice to be here. So the very first time I met Josh, he doesn't know I met him. He didn't, and vice versa. I didn't know I met him either. Um, it was a March, a sultry, sweaty, hot, roughly 30-degree, uh, wind chill, freeze-your-butt-off March day up in Duluth, Minnesota for an event called 23rd Veteran uh, Nearly Naked Wreck March. And I noticed Josh right away because uh, one of the pieces about Josh is uh, he's he's an amputee uh, due to his service in the military. And so uh, clearly that's something that draws my attention all the time because um, I know that this is someone that's given a little bit more than, A, the rest of us who have served and uh, more so than those who didn't serve as well. And so I always note, well, this is a 10 mile ruck march and we are up and going and, and uh, I think we were on mile five, mile six, and I wasn't doing very good. I was, I was struggling. And, uh, and Andrew was marching with me, if that's what we want to call it. How is it possible that that route is like uphill the whole way? 98% of the time. And there's like one little tiny hill that is down and the wind's blowing in your face and, they do a really good job of setting it up, and uh, all of a sudden we come around the corner, and me and Andrew want to quit. We want to stop. And coming down the road is Josh. Now, he'd been on the, the ruck with his uh, prosthetic, but then all of a sudden he's rolling down the road in a wheelchair with his leg laying across his lap and said, I'm not giving up on this thing. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't. I, um... So when I first got out of the military, I, I weighed quite a bit and um, I wanted to get back active and start doing stuff and moving around. And when I first moved to Minnesota, I found the 23rd veteran uh, program. And one of the events, like you said, was the nearly naked ruck march. Uh, I'd lost so much weight doing the events with 23rd that my leg didn't fit very well. So I did five miles on my feet and I did five miles from my wheelchair because uh, my leg just kept falling off during the ruck. Um, but uh, it's it's one thing I definitely picked up when I was in the service. Um, you know, quitting isn't an option. Um, you know, it's cliche to say, but you can quit when you're dead. Well, it was inspiring to me. I I had my own medical issues going on at that time, and I don't think chafing counts enough to to – to hang it up, but uh, it was, I, I was miserable. I'll be honest with you. I was miserable, but we did what we got to get done, man. So, and then what a great program with Mike Waldron and the 23rd veteran. Uh, we've had many conversations with Mike and uh, uh, he knows we've, we fully support what he's doing with his organization. And uh, so a little name drop in there and make sure he gets some recognition. He goes all over the country doing what he does. 
Absolutely. So, well, there's been nearly nakeds in, uh, you know, not only here in Minnesota, but there's been uh, some out in Philly and California. Uh, we actually had one here recently because of COVID with the virtual ruck. We actually had some guys rucking with us over in Iraq at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we had one of our Minnesota Guard uh, units out there, and they they were out rucking with us. Very cool. Um, I'm looking at the comments. Uh, Andrew, what's that oh. last comment you oh, made? Oh, that's funny. He meant to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. I got to bring it up. That... I'm going to bring it up. No, this, this is, is like... not how we're going to get – this is not how we're going to continue to keep our guests, all right? Stop so he started it for the record, but it's only showing up on mine apparently because he said, Josh, "You can give her a thumbs down right now." <laughs> he oh, said, I'll, "Hell, I'll... friends," and I'm sure he meant yeah. hello. So I thought it was funny. I didn't know it would show up right there, but there it is. There it is. It's all good. Awesome. Ryan, sorry about that. <laughs> I know this is going to be very vague, but tell us more about your story, Josh. So um, I spent most of my career in the Army with the 101st Airborne. Uh, I was in the 1st Battalion, 187 Infantry, or the Rakasans. Um, I, I love being in the military. Everybody that knew me when I was a kid, um, the only thing I ever wanted to do was be a soldier. Um, I went to college to keep my parents happy. But... Um, when I went to went to the military, I, I knew that there was only one thing I wanted to do, and I wanted to be in the infantry. Uh, it was the fastest route that I saw to go do other things, and unfortunately, some of those things didn't pan out. I At some point, I wanted to try to get my, uh, my long tab, but that didn't work out. Um, I like to say that God in Afghanistan had other plans, and uh, I came home, and my leg was pretty messed up. Um, now, I got... I wasn't like an IED strike or, uh, or anything like that. Um, I had messed my knee got messed up when I was training for ranger school. Um, got, uh, got DQ'd from ranger school cause I blew up my knee. Uh, got deployed anyway. Um, while I was overseas, you know, doing the regular job of an infantryman in Afghanistan, uh, my leg continued to get worse. Um, Eventually requiring I to be medevaced home. Uh, by that point, my leg and my knee had deteriorated so bad that after about a year, uh, and a year, year and a half of surgeries and therapies trying to fix it, they couldn't. And uh, the decision was made to amputate. Um, they took my leg September 13th, 2011. Um, and, you know, it kind of sent me a bit on a bit of a spiral, you know, not only just with the regular stuff that that you know infantrymen do um you know but just uh you, you see a lot of nasty things and you do a lot of nasty things um and i didn't quite really know how to deal with any of that um i know the army they do they do an amazing job of teaching you how to do your job but they don't really tell you how to come home there's a there's a check the block kind of a deal at the end of your service at the time when I was getting out, it was called a cap. Uh, I couldn't tell you what that stands for, but it's the, how to be a civilian again, class. And I didn't feel like I got anything valuable 
out of that. And so post-traumatic stress, anxiety, depression, everything just kind of spiraled for me. And I never would have gotten to the point where I would have said that I was suicidal, but I didn't really want to be alive anymore either, but I didn't want to kill myself. Um, and I just was kind of, I just kind of existed. And I, I did start uh, drinking pretty heavy for a long time, trying to trying to d- drink the demons away and the, and the bad memories away, but you can never get drunk enough. Um, now it, I took almost a five and a half year break from having a drink just until I could figure out why I was drinking and now I can have a drink and be okay. But back then it was just, it was a way to go to sleep at night. Um, you know, my, I started having children and I was still married and I kind of felt like all of this stuff in my world was falling apart and. And I'm not one to, uh, to push my religion on people, but I couldn't look at my family anymore and be okay with how I was behaving. I couldn't, you know, continue the way I was going without some kind of change. And I personally, I started going back to church. I started asking for guidance in that realm and... And my life did start to feel like it got better. I started going into counseling for post-traumatic stress. Um, I took that giant break from drinking. I, I started working on all these different aspects of my life, both mental and physical, to change who I was for the better because I couldn't look at my daughters anymore and be okay with how I was. Um, when I first moved to Minnesota, I kind of felt lost. Because I had this big veteran backing in Kansas, where I'm from. But then I kind of lost all that when I was, you know, eight hours away. So I saw an ad one day on Facebook. And again, plug-in for Mike and 23rd Veteran. But I saw an ad on Facebook for 23rd Veteran. And I was like, you know, at least I'll meet other veterans. You know, I'll get, I'll get another veteran base. And it became a lot more than that. About a week and a half later, I'm, I'm finding myself in the, in the mountains of North Carolina on a mountain climbing trip through the Appalachian Trail. Uh, I was just telling the guys of this a little bit earlier. Uh, it was a six-day trip. Day four of the trip, I snapped my prosthetic leg in half. Um, I had to <laughs> crawl about 200 meters up a cliff face to a roadway to where I could get driven back to the base camp site. And I was I was... Again, I was upset. I kind of felt like that same feeling like when I was getting medevaced out of theater that I was going to be missing my team again. Um, uh, I was able to find some crutches. And thankfully, with the uh, encouragement of some of the people from the North Carolina Outward Bound Program and some of the other guys from 23rd, I was able to rejoin the team and finish the last two days on the mountain. Um can I continue that whole fitness thing when I came back from that trip? Uh, part of the 23rd veteran program is a 13 week intensive workout program uh, where three days a week you're doing some type of physical thing. Usually it's, it's CrossFit. Um, CrossFit is a very adaptable physical fitness program. Uh, it's, you know, doesn't matter your injury level, disability level, fitness level. Um, I mean, I got one leg and I can do it. Um, 
I kind of culminated for me in realizing how much I had gained back in, in physical fitness when we did the Murph competition, uh, which is in honor of Lieutenant Mike Murphy. Um, normally, you know, it takes people about an hour to do this competition and that's fully physical with four good limbs and, you know, me in one leg, I did that, did the whole thing in 53 minutes. Um, I continue to do that now as a, as a way to keep myself going and I kind of keep my own mental health, you know, going well, I continue to work, uh, you know, four to five days a week doing CrossFit at a gym locally here in uh, Lakeville, Minnesota. And, uh, well, the gym's actually located in Rosemount, Minnesota now. But, yeah, I, uh, I like uh, – I'm kind of enjoying being on this thing with you guys. It's, uh, it's kind of interesting to get back out there and talk to people. Awesome. Well, I'm confident that your story will, will spark somebody. We'll, we'll get in someone's ears and uh, we'll spur them. Um, I think we get faced with new and different decisions every day, and I think some of our sure. veterans struggle with what the next step is sometimes. Um, and we full hard to believe. No, go Sorry, ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, uh, no. I just is the thought that came to mind. I, um, you know, I, I have KIA bracelets that I wear uh, every day for some of the guys that we lost on on my last tour, and. You know, it's kind of one of those moments where I, I, I thought about it and it almost made me laugh in a sense, not laughing obviously at their at their loss, but, um, you know, in my darkest moments where I was feeling bad and, and having guilt for just having survived, would they want me sitting there crying? They would probably say something derogatory, me, derogatory to me and tell me to get off my blank and blank and butt and and get moving again. So, uh, just anyway, that kind of, kind of came to mind and thought that was, you know, our, our brothers and sisters that aren't here anymore, they don't want you sitting around feeling sorry for yourself. Get up and move. I, we agree with you 100% with that. And that we think we feel that that's part of the holistic process of, we call it a recalibration. Uh, that you just have to get moving. There has to be some pieces, and we're not even asking you to go to the gym every day. I mean, if it's a if it's a forty five minute walk in the morning, and some of us are following the seventy five hard right now, and uh, you follow this forty five minutes in the evening or whatever, just just go move, just go do something. It's good to get the air. It's good to get the blood circulating. All of it's good, and you know, there's. Um, you're aware of this, uh, you know, there's team RWB that uh, is fully a, a veteran kind of, I don't even think they're really a veteran organization, but they promote fitness and promote patriotism. And uh, we see them all over here in Minnesota, several chapters here and all over the country as well. Um, there's some pieces we're, we're working on to get some gym pieces together, but just the camaraderie and just the fact that you had the chance with 23rd veteran meeting other veterans, we think that is a gigantic, mm -hmm. huge piece of just being able to have that network to reach out to, have that network just to bounce stuff off of. Um, and you know, I don't want to say Mike has rules, but there, there are some guidelines you have to follow while you're there. You're not talking any um, – War stories. war stories. Yeah, no war There's stories. No war stories, no bitching, no drinking, no news, 
you can watch your local news, but not any of the super polarizing stuff. Um, and show up. There's a, there's a yeah. few of them out there. Yeah. Um, we have a very dear and close friend um, who reached out to me this last week and said, Mark, we need to start a roundtable conversation that just speaks the truth. And I go, well, that gets a little edgy for us because um, sometimes the truth ends up being a little bit political. Um, get heated. But, yeah, and I go, there is a way to do it, but we have to do it on a, a very open-minded processes way, and, and we're not going to drag it into this show for sure. But uh, So there's some conversation about veterans getting together. Um, we do know that uh, Project Refit as well, they meet weekly, three times a week, uh, and they have an open dialogue online, and they do talk about their war stories. Um, but that's the way for them to work and meld and work through. And I'm, I'm just not – I'm just dropping the names of a couple organizations that are out there that do something a little bit different than we do, do something a little bit different than 23rd Veteran. Um, what – what do you think our veterans of today need the most? And I know that's a very, it's a very broad question. I know, I know it is. I know it is. Um, there's, I agree. There's, a, there's a many answers to that question. Um, I feel like a lot of it is some understanding that um, that we're not the guy that or the gal that left. You know, we're not the kid from high school anymore that would go out and do whatever on Friday nights, um, that our realities has changed and our reactions to things have changed. Um, I, well, when I first moved back here, I went out one night with some of my brothers and sister to a restaurant here locally, and I had an anxiety attack. And they had never seen that side of me. And so I would say a lot of it, I, I feel like it would just be some understanding, some, you know, realizing that, that I'm not just being a jerk if I have a bad day, that maybe I'm dealing with something that I don't really want to share with them. Um, and it, like I said, it was a side of me that they had never seen um, how I'd reacted to the noises and the crowd. And it, uh, it was, this was actually pre 23rd veteran. And so my reactions were much more, uh, sharp and and angry than they are now, but uh, I would say it's a little bit of understanding. I would say, um, you know, a, a general understanding of some questions not to ask. You know, I mean, I the, there's the big one out there, the oh, what's killing people like? Um, and I don't want to get crazy or too offensive, but no. it's it's a question that a lot of vets don't want to relive. Um, I can hear my children running around upstairs. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you guys can hear that you're or good. not. No, it's you're good. okay. Yeah. Um, I think if you have any other of those questions, that's super helpful. Um, yeah. I mean, not being a veteran. I don't mind myself. when people ask. I don't mind when people ask a question as long as they're respectful about it. But that's just one of those ones that I don't go near. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Oh, no, perfect. It, it's So that's a gigantic – I mean, I think the view of a soldier – and, you know, I, I, I feel bad because I don't want to typecast 
for the rest of the world what they view when they find out that someone's a soldier. But I mean, it's I think they think that that's exactly what you are. You're you're conditioned to go kill and train, or train and kill, and that you know you don't live with that in your your heart, your mind, and your soul anymore. And I think people need to understand there is a gigantic uh, piece. I, you know, I never sure. wanted to be on the other end of that where I had to make a decision. Thank God I didn't have to do that piece. Um, but I sat on the other side of a howitzer um, where we don't get to see what the end result is. Um, and it, it is what it is. Um, I, I'm protected by that a little bit. Um, but a lot of our veterans aren't protected by that. Um, no. Infantry especially. Um and so um, I think it's important to get that piece out. And I, I think that's very brave for you to even make that statement and to get it out there. It's like, you know, what? I, don't, I don't want to talk about that. That's real. I mean, um, one of the things that I'll tell people is, uh, you know, I've, I've had a, a lifetime supply of death and dying. And if I never had to hurt another person a day in my life, I wouldn't. Um, God forbid the person that gives me reason. If I had to defend myself or a, a family member or my children or a person that couldn't defend themselves, I'm going to, I'm going to do something if I have to, but uh, if I never had to hurt another person in my life, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. That's there's uh, I, and I know it's, I know it's a movie, but the, the, the part that comes to me is when the American, the American sniper, he's up on top and the little kid picks up the RPG Um and he is just stressing to go through that process. And I'm just like, if we don't go through that, then there are people that will lose their lives because, and, and that's tough. It's terrible. And I, and I wish no one ever had to go through that. And I, I just appreciate you, Josh. I appreciate Thank your you. story. I appreciate you coming yeah. on and wanting to share. Um, I want to continue conversation and dialogue with you. Um, we want to make sure that we're the beacon out there and we're, we, the people, we're the ones that need to, to be the ones picking up our veterans and first responders. And so uh, I hope you're along for the ride a little bit and maybe we yeah. can learn more and uh, um, constantly, constantly reaching out to all of our brothers and sisters who are struggling. Um, and you know what, reaching out to our brothers and sisters who aren't struggling because um, we need you too. You're part of the mission. There's always a statement about checking on your strong friends because sometimes it's the ones that aren't saying nothing that, that really need it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you get you're used to having to do it all yourself. And then, there's uh, a, I don't want to step on your toes. Here. No, 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 you're um, fine. I, I just. So we know. try to run three social events a month. Um, we don't do great at it. We're It's chugging along. We're getting, we've got, uh, we got your six on the sixth of every month, which is kind of a, a get together social time. Then we have a uh, Patriot Day on the 13th where we're taking care and making recognition of our veterans and first responders. And then the 22nd, which takes us back to our, our date in November where we are doing the Pints for Patriots and the, um, and the food drive. We want to honor those veterans and first responders that are still here today so we can remember those that aren't. And I just liked your, that kind of segued the conversation when you had there earlier, when he was like, what would my buddies think if I, that aren't here watching me wallow in, in my pity and, and struggle this? Uh, well, and that there's, you're right. 
what would they think? And at the same time, how how much has it honored them to to sit and and not or to deteriorate as uh, because you are here? And I do hear the the survivor's remorse piece a lot, and uh, I I actually my my last opportunity to deploy. Uh, I had some significant things that happened in my life that uh, prevented me from being deployed. And I, I had a lot of remorse because I didn't get to go with them and uh, a piece that I worked through. And we are, and I still am good friends with many of them. And um, thank goodness. So thank you so much for being on here. Uh, we'll, I want to bring on our, our next guest uh, and see now, there's been a little bit of uh, technical difficulties, I can tell. So uh, we'll see where we go with this and uh, if we're ready to go. But I do want to introduce Miss Don Ricks. Hey, uh, can you there hear me? You yes. Yep. Yep. Can, you, can you hear me? I'm, oh, yeah. I'm here. Okay. So you can definitely hear me, right? Yes. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so, um, all right. Cool, because the wind is kicking here. Like it sounds like I'm going to end up in Kansas in about 20 seconds. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, hopefully we'll get through at least one song. That'll that'll. All work. right. Um, the song that I'm sharing with you is called "In America," and um, I recorded it several years ago. We'll say I won't give you the time frame. Um, but I recorded it in honor of the 167th um, Air National Guard unit in West Virginia that I was a part of. Um, I served as a medical service specialist and um, it, it was during a peaceful time and we were just a support system. I was never deployed and um, sometimes I'm almost hesitant to even claim that I'm a veteran <laughs> because I wasn't deployed, but um, I hear all these stories and it just pulls up a heart. But anyway, I'm going to sing. So give me two seconds and turn the, turn the music on. Okay, hold on. You got me all choked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you hear that? Yep. You can hear it? Thumbs up? All right. You got it. Awesome. There's a rise in violent crime. Taxes are too high. Acid rain falls from the sky. In America, we agree things aren't what they should be. But still, we see apathy. And everyone is so hard to please. In America, sometimes I take for granted what God has given me and forget that I'm living in the land of the free. I should be ashamed when I complain that I don't have what I need when there are people in the world. Who would give anything just to be in America? Mm -hmm. 
a football game on an autumn day before a single play is made we all bow our heads to pray in america a march for peace down the city street some believe some disagree but we all have the right to speak in america Sometimes I take for granted what God has given me and forget that I'm living in the land of the free. I should be ashamed when I complain that I don't have what I need when there are people in the world who would give anything just to be in America are we too blinded by our greed to stop and take a look and change what we know can be better and appreciate the good oh my country tis of thee land that I love Words too seldom spoken here in America. Sometimes I take for granted what God has given me and forget that I'm living in the land of the free. I should be ashamed when I complain that I don't have what I need. When there are people in the world who would give anything just to be in America. I know you can't hear the music now. Oh, say, can you see? There you have it. The music cut out. Sorry about that, guys. You're good. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Wow. You know what? Awesome. Sounded great. Very good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, it's you know I met you guys just what a few days ago it seems like, and um, I've been nonstop talking about you and what you offer and and the help that you give, and um, I'm going to be working on a project here and I'll know more about it on Tuesday and I'll share it with you. Um, oh, something we're going to do and link up with, with boot barn and, um, some veteran musicians, um, out in, in, out in Nashville. So, um, I'm working on that and we'll have some more details for you by Tuesday. Awesome. Um, but I so very much appreciate you guys having me on. You can find my music on Spotify. Um, I have a song called One Love Fits All that's out right now. Um, in America and a few of others are on Reverb Nation backslash Dawn Ricks. <laughs> um, so if you can check it out and you're welcome to share that, you can even go on YouTube. I was able to sing that song where you can actually hear the music. <laughs> um, I opened a show for the Crab family and um, I finish all my shows with that song, no matter what. And, um, it, it's, it's universal. It's timeless. It's, it's, um, it's a non-political red or, you know, red or blue side. It, it's, it's just a matter of, um, 
going back to being proud. Um, you know, I still stand for the flag. I always will. And I'll stand with my brothers and sisters always. And I just think if we all could just go back to the basics of appreciating the things that we take for granted um, and respect respect the flag and respect those who don the military uniform to give us those rights, um, we'd be shoo, in a much better place. So I'm going to have to run, but I'm going to okay. try to come back. Um, but thank you for allowing me to share that song with you. Sorry the music went out, but no, you're you know. good. You did perfect, and even in the <laughs> face of adversity, you kept going. And I just when you, a lot when you get that. it live, that's what happens, right? <laughs> We've been there, done that, and we just so, appreciate. Thank it. you guys. We hope you can make it back, and if not, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Don. I will. It was amazing. I'm just gonna run and check on my son, and then come back. Absolutely. Um, but Absolutely. I. So anything I can do, um, whether it's just to be a listening ear or um, support or whatever, just holler at me. Give my phone number out. Give my Facebook thing. I, you know, I have a few friends that um, that that suffer pretty bad from PTSD, and and I've seen them in situations um, where like you were talking about um, being out and having an anxiety attack and having some of those flashbacks and those type of things happen. And I've been around that before. And you're right. Um, the, you know, I say the average person doesn't really quite get it and they never will. Um, but if, if there were, were more conversation and people were more open and took, a, you know, five seconds to at least listen and try to understand um, you know, then then maybe we would be able to offer more help and um, more support when it's needed. Um, I I appreciate what you guys do, so I'll stop babbling now. <laughs> no, you're uh, good. Uh, I, I no, want I to for you there. I um, yeah. I want Josh you, to put this out there, Josh. When you said uh, <laughs> you know you weren't didn't like to claim your vet status every once in a while, I. I was going to say, and, and, and I did say it in, the, in our private chat, but um, don't ever be afraid to claim that status because there's so many women out there that don't consider themselves in that same light that they're somehow their service is secondary and it's not. Um, you know, there's many women out there that have sacrificed and, you know, done some pretty incredible things, um, but they don't, you know, necessarily get that same recognition as as you know as guys do you know warfare has changed uh so much in the last several decades um you know it's not like a woman in uniform is a, is a unicorn anymore and, uh, <laughs> so well, no you're you know my service isn't any more important than yours was well and, i I appreciate that very much. I, I actually um, sang with a band one evening and they had me sing God Bless the USA. And beforehand, they asked um, all the veterans to, um, you know, to join, you know, join in a circle um, type thing. And um, one of the band members said, well, you should say that she's a veteran who's getting ready to sing it. And the band leader wouldn't do it. He wouldn't announce it. And um so, of course, the power of the microphone and a big mouth that I have, right? <laughs> so I went ahead. I, I, I didn't announce it. I just sang the song. And then afterwards, I said, from one vet to another, thank you. And I got it out there. 
Um, but you'd be, um, I was a little surprised at um, how some people think about those things. You know, one of my songs is called Don't Let the Makeup Fool You. And one of the things I talk about is the fact that if I, if I, if I said that I was in the military, they'd be like, what? You know, they don't even, they don't even expect it. Um, or they don't believe it. And that's, but it that's was, wrong. It, it, it was the very best time of my life and, and the, and the most important decision I ever made. Um, and I'm very, very, very proud of it. Um, but when I, but when I hear, um, you know, the, the stories and this, and the things that, you know, fellow vets have gone through, I'm kind of a little reserved because I'm, it's not that I'm not proud of what I did, but my goodness, just, you know, well, God love you guys for doing what you do. So. The way I look at it, if but, supply doesn't do their job, I don't have gear. If combo right. doesn't do their job, I can't talk on the radio. If I don't have artillery right. out there backing me up, you know, right. I might not get off the field. And if I don't have them, and an I was a support, medic, I was a medic. So if you didn't have, if if we weren't there to bandage you up and get you where you needed to go, <laughs> exactly. We all needed doctors. You know, we'll, we'll all give or, you a bit of hell for or straight up save your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. give We're each other a little bit of hell. We're all necessary. That's right. Thank you so much, you guys. We celebrate you. here. Thank you. Good to see you, Don. Bye-bye. Um, I'm so glad we got a chance and that I saw your comment there, Josh, because I thought it was really important that uh, her and all other females in the world um, that have served as, as, as military, as a, as first responder, thank you. And, uh, there is no hierarchy in any of that. Uh, <laughs> you know, the enemy Maybe. doesn't see you as a man or a woman. They see you as an American. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a combat MOS or if you're a supply clerk. You know, mm -hmm. they see an American and they they want to hurt you. And so it's at the end of the day, we're all we're all Americans. We're all soldiers. You know, we're all service members. You know, I might give a Marine crap for calling him a crayon eater but he's still my brother you know you're you're in you're a you know in flight and in, in the medical side and but that still makes you my sister that makes you my family and that's the way i look at it that's you put so that awesome. uniform on you become my family it's it's amazing the connections we've made on this show just the, i we i've claimed a hundred thousand times how the right people at the right time have come on and just the, the camaraderie that we've already completed with Don and Josh is just exciting for me. I, I totally needed to hear Don's song tonight as well, only because it is so fitting for, for the time right now. Um, we need to get rid of the red. We need to get rid of the blue and we need to celebrate the red, white, and blue. And that's, where we're what we need to do right now um and we'll figure that piece out we got to get through the next couple of days and uh we'll do that um i'm i'm fearful sadly i'm fearful of what's going to happen on uh on wednesday regardless of what is going to happens and so we won't get into a lot of this conversation right now but um thank you for your song and thank you for uh your patriotism, Don, and uh, it was really important for me to hear that tonight. And I loved it. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thanks. 
Ah, what else we got going on? Who, me? Anybody. Anybody. I did want to say, um, when you were talking about exercising, I don't know if it's nationwide, but at least here in Wichita, Kansas area, if you are a nonprofit, the v, the um, YMCA will allow you to set up a health and fitness program there at the Y, and you can bring three veterans for every staff member that you have. That's uh, that's pretty cool. I haven't uh, haven't heard that before. Um, but I mean, it's, it's worth checking out for sure. Is that an unlimited? What are the details surrounding that? The the only thing that they require is, like I said, three to one, and then you have to have a um, liability insurance policy that states them that that'll just cover them. Not a specific amount or anything, but it's that CYA for why. But outside of that, it's they'll allow you to bring. You vets in and you can rent rooms or just have guys exercise or whatever. Awesome. Now, here's a question. Has anyone taken advantage of the national parks yes. um, thing? And so is that something you can just go to the park and show your ID or do you have to sign up on a nationwide you website somewhere? You have to get a and to get the fast you have to submit your dd214 and a few things okay um so coming up november 10th that is uh the marines marine corps birthday so we'll be making sure we lift that up that's not until next week but i'm just kind of getting us prepared to get racing happy birthday to the marines um and and very important day november 11th is uh our veterans day and uh remembering all those who have served um and so we want to make sure that we get that set up prepared ready to go uh that's uh neither here nor there that's the night that we also are having our our people's patriot project board meeting and so we will be conducting business getting ready to move on to our, our next ventures and get ready to get some things rolling um and so uh i do want to put this out there we're getting ready to complete and finish uh giving tuesday which is the first week of december and uh the first tuesday of december and uh we are getting ready to launch what uh, the people's patriot project asks are for this next year um we are stuck between a rock and a hard spot because uh we we have a significant need um all of our veterans and so when i say we i i'm actually talking about our veterans and first responders um with what the people's patriot project wants to do with their flagship mission of providing um recalibration centers or uh places for veterans and first responders to go with them them their families and um also other patriot family um the the price tag is pretty lofty um and we're not going to go for just one property we're going for several properties and just the as you can imagine the number is pretty significant 
we do have some corporations on board that are looking to uh, partner with us, and we are excited about that. Um, I'm working with Scotty um, on a property down in Kansas, um, and then we are also working with. Um, oh, I'm going to lose my brain now. I'm having Brian my moment. Brian Gibson. Brian Gibson. Thank you, Brian Gibson, um, with Project Die Hard. And uh, we haven't really told them we're doing this yet, but I think uh, at least oh, a yeah. team of two will be going out to uh, work with him on his Illinois property, his FOB in Southern Illinois. And so that's in two weeks. And so um, I, I know for sure Andrea and myself, and we're trying to bring a couple other guests along with us. That's a secret, though. Um, we'll let Brian know about it. But, I think um, talking a little quieter that helps too. Is that, yeah, that, that, that no, no <laughs> good, good. <laughs> It'll be fun. It's a cleanup project, and then it's going on for days. We're going to be there for a couple of days, but yeah, yeah. But, yep. So, um, Don has brought some amazing people into our world already, and uh, has brought some people that are planning on being on the show in the next couple of weeks as well, and. We've got all of it pretty much finalized, but you'll see who we got coming on this next week um, by Tuesday. Um, Josh, you're always welcome to come join us. Um, we do this every Sunday. Sure. We got you six at six, um, and I and I am excited to have a extended conversation with you as well um, tonight. Yet yeah, after the show, yeah, after tonight. the live, so, yep. sure. If, if anyone's interested still um you are more than welcome reach out to us real quick and we'll get you the contact information to get into the the post-show conversation where uh, we kind of put the nuts and bolts together and and make sure that all the pieces are throw some glue in there and 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 build relationships and and continue to network so uh, if you're interested in being in the post show go ahead and reach out to us real quick um amazing amazing show we appreciate it. Thanks for being here, Josh. Thanks for having Scotty, me. Scotty, it's good to see you. Good to see you too, bro. Josh Hunt, keep up the good work, brother. Don, amazing mission, and I'm excited to hear about your news and uh, and our team for the podcast. Thanks for all you guys do. And uh, we will see you when the smoke clears. Patriot Pride. <laughs>